pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. The Audio Vault on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star is brought to you by AA Best Bail Bonds. 225-2121 or online at mybestbailbonds.com. The NFL is on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. It is the Blitz here on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. He's Joe Reinagel. I'm Jay Semenix in studio. San Antonio Brahma's head coach, Wade Phillips. Coach, how's, how's your Thursday? Yeah, you bet. Happy for me. I'm in San Antonio. You're in San Antonio. <laughs> new head coach of the of the San Antonio Brahma's in, with, with the UFL. Uh, you get the job, they announce it, and it is like the water faucet. It is, is now like drinking from a, wire, a fire hydrant, right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it, it's, it all comes out at once right on top of your head. <laughs> <laughs> so so what are you doing in San Antonio? What 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 You come into town, and, and what happens? Uh, well, you mean today? Yes, sir. Uh, yeah, media. Yeah, overall media stuff. I met with the uh, Alamo Dome people, uh, got a tour there, and, you know, they're really gracious and just really want to do anything they can for you. So uh, that that was great. You think about your time in the Dome, and I'm trying to remember, were you coaching the Cowboys when training camp was, was yes. in the Dome? And yeah. did, did you bring up some of the issues that, that the Cowboys had back in, in some of those days? Well, the the big thing I brought up, which I really remember the most, is how many fans came out. Yeah. I mean, you know, we're working two practices a day, and, you know, they're there every every practice and screaming and hollering, and, you know, it's just like a game almost. Mm-hmm. Every time somebody catches a pass, they cheer, you know. And so it was uh, it, it was quite an experience. Well, you know, Wade, this, this town loves the Cowboys, obviously, but they love football That's in right. general. And and you, the, the Brahmas should expect big fans like that, too. In fact, last year they had them, and, and this year's going to be no exception. You've got to be excited about that. I am. I am. Uh, uh, this is a uh, – the, the town is on the cusp, I guess, of – of showing its greatness all the time because if you've been here, you know about mm-hmm. it, you know, but not everybody's seen it. Uh, but more and more people will see it now Now that we got a team here. Well, and, and Wade, do you think about spring football in San Antonio with the alliance he had, the commanders, and what they were able to do last year? Uh, the Brahmas did well uh, despite the record. You know, the fan support was there. And with the combining of the two leagues in the meetings that you've been in, what is the biggest positive you think with the two teams coming together well better players you know more competition we have players from both leagues now competing for one league plus the new guys that are coming in so i think it's i thought the xfl was good caliber league last year but i think it'll be even better it'll be high quality yeah, when you look at these players coming in i mean obviously the dream for most of them is going to get to the nfl but you're going to have an opportunity to to shape them and coach them up and all of that. Looking forward to these uh, to to having those types of players that are hungry uh, to get in there and play. Yeah, it's a great experience for a coach. I, I didn't realize it when I until I got into it last year. 
the first meeting we had, um, the special teams coach was talking, and every player was lasered in. Now, half of them don't play special teams, you know. <laughs> the D linemen, they don't care about special teams. <laughs> yeah. And they're all, you know, they're all locked in. And I thought, this is going to be a good group because their focus was uh, that way all year, really. They, 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 there's something out there they want to try to get, and they, they're going to do everything they can to get it. Wade Phillips nice. joining us here on the Blitz on 94.1 San Antonio Sports Star. You mentioned your special teams coach. Uh, I've had some people ask about your staff. Somebody tweeted earlier, you're coming on. They, they want to know about your staff. Uh, have you hired a staff yet? Well, we've got uh, most of them hired. Uh, our offensive staff, A.J. Smith was my offensive coordinator, and he'll be back. Um, Peyton Pardee is a wide receiver coach. His uh, granddad was uh, Jack Pardee, mm-hmm. you know, and he did a great job with those. And then uh, Andre, uh, speaking of Cowboys, Andre Garrard, who was a Pro Bowl center for yeah. five years with the Cowboys, coached our offensive line last year. He'd be coaching the offensive line here. Nice. So uh, a lot of continuity there. I lost a couple of uh, defensive coaches, including the coordinator. Uh, we did lead the league in defense. Which I demand. So. <laughs> you you demand that, huh? I get that. Uh-huh. I get that. Yeah. So, uh, so I had you some... had a defensive coordinator last year, wasn't you? Yeah, well, I, I oversee it. Let's yeah, there you go. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it brings up an interesting question, though, Wade. As as the head coach, how much do you get involved with your offensive and defensive coordinators? Uh, quite a bit on defense. More so on defense. It's uh, overall. Uh, philosophy, both of them, you know, how much we want to blitz, uh, offensively, you know, what kind of chances we want to take in certain areas of the field. Now, we do this every game, you know, it's every team we play, you know, I have a meeting with those people and special teams coach and say, hey, you know, this is the team we want to take advantage of this and that. So I'm I'm involved in coaching. When you, when you – as a defensive-minded coach, and you've got your offensive coordinator, uh, you know what the game plan is going in. You're, you're good with stuff. But when you hear a play that's called, if you don't like it, do you say something or do you just let him call his plays? Uh, I'm I'm pretty much let the coaches coach, you know. Uh, now, if it's a situation like uh, what happened in the NFL where you're at the end of the game and if you just run the ball, you can run the clock out instead of throwing the ball three times yeah (laughs) yeah you know that's stuff like that i'll I'll make sure we don't do you you question that yeah like what like what are you thinking all right so speaking of right you get a chance to go for two and win the game and a guy reports but it's (laughs) it's the wrong guy and then you get a penalty and you're still going for two you get another penalty and you're still going for two at what point do you just cut your losses and kick the extra point and play for overtime or are you stubborn and say we're still going to try for two well, I would have kicked at this point, but, you know, but, uh, yeah, I mean, you can always second-guess any time, but uh, the percentages go way down <laughs> the further you move back. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, so you're taking a percentage, uh, a less than 50% chance of making it, to me, is a bad decision for your team. You owe your team uh, a chance to make two points or whatever it is, but if you're giving them a less than 50% chance, and you're not doing right by then. If you tell your team at first, we're going to go down, score, we're going to go for two and win the game. You've told them that. They went down, they scored, and he said, I'm, I'm still going to go for two. At what point do you say, you know what, guys, we got to kick the extra point and keep playing? Because you tried? If it's, if it's further than two, two yeah. yards. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, well, and, and that's when emotion gets in it. Because obviously, we're yeah. talking about Dan Campbell. I think everybody yeah. knows well, that. What? Yeah, really? with the Lions. Oh, but I, I mean, had no idea. Yeah. As a head coach, I mean, you get emotional. I mean, if something goes right, something goes wrong, I mean, it's human nature. How do you control that? Well, that's coaching, in my opinion. I mean, you, you know, you, you see guys get mad on the sideline and whatever, but you still got to be, you got to be into the game. You got to know, uh, again, you had those meetings beforehand and said, hey, this is what we want to do in this situation. If it's the end of the game, we want to try to win the game. If we're at home or buying or what team we're playing or what defense we're playing against, those kind of things should all be decided beforehand. And they evidently had already decided they were going to do that. But, you know, the less and less percentage, uh, you know, I got to go with, hey, let's, let's, let's tie and keep going. Especially know? when you had all the momentum and the yeah. Lions did in that yeah, case. Yeah, and, I, you know, obviously he's done a great job. Yeah. I mean, this year with the Lions, they're, they're you know, they, they've had a great season. Wade Phillips joining us here in studio on the Blitz 94-1 San Antonio Sports Star. You think about your dad, uh, your coaching career, uh, won a Super Bowl. When you're watching games, college games, high school game, uh, any pro league game, and you watch the the coaches, because I'm guessing coaches watch coaches, right? <laughs> do, do, you, do you sit there every game just wondering – why are they doing that in that particular moment? Or is, you know, just like everything else, you know, a player knows how to run a route, yet on a play they might run a bad route. Right. Do, you, do you coach the coaches from your, from your recliner? Uh, I second-guess the coaches, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so do we. <laughs> well, but, I mean, a fan, a fan second-guesses really the whole scheme of it, I guess. Uh, but I, I watch a game. I watch the offense – I watch the defense a lot to see what they're playing against what, you know, I, defense, I think defensively when I watch a game uh, and see why they're doing, yeah, why what plays they're running against them to hurt them or why, what defenses they're running or what blitz they think they're going to run that's going to, you know, get beat for a touchdown. But, uh, yeah, so I, that's the way I look at it. Now, wait, how did you get involved coaching the defense was that something your, your dad pushed you into or was that something that you were just interested interested in well uh i mean i was always around coach you know I sure mean, my dad was a coach and so i was always around it and then uh when i played in high school i played quarterback and middle linebacker i was really a middle linebacker not a quarterback but <laughs> <laughs> so in college i played linebacker and and so i knew defense uh and uh, my dad was actually coached me as a freshman and sophomore at University of Houston on the defense. So I was actually in a, in some of the coaches' meetings, not just with the players, but some of the coaches' meetings. So I knew what defensive coaches did. Um, you know, one of my coaches said, well, you know, I never made any mistakes. I didn't make any physical mis- – I mean, mental mistakes. I made plenty of physical <laughs> mistakes because I, I was in the right place and got run over. I mean, you know, but uh, – so, you know, it's just you're around it. You know what a coach does. You know you, my dad loved coaching, and now I love coaching. So, I mean, I think people follow in, uh, their dad's professions. My son coaches for the offensive coordinator for the Minnesota Vikings. So, you know, it, it kind of rubs off. It's just nice. all in the family. Yeah, yeah. Wade Phillips here on uh, the Blitz. You know, before the segment, you were in, in the studio where – 
talking a lot about Mike McCarthy. Obviously, this is Cowboys country. We're the Cowboys station here in, in San Antonio. Mike McCarthy said he had a three-hour meeting with Jerry, and he, he kept his job on the other side. What are those one-on-ones like with Jerry Jones? Uh, normally, like you said, or what the part I heard, I mean, uh, you know, Jerry's blunt, <laughs> you know, <laughs> but, I mean, he wants to know about his team and, and what we're doing and how we're going to get better, basically, um, or how we're going to do things. Not the plays. He doesn't want to call the plays or call the defenses, but, uh, you know, so, yeah, he is long meeting. I've had those three hours. Now, the shorter meeting I had with him wasn't good. <laughs> <laughs> Which was after that was, a Green Bay game, too, right? Was, yeah, that was on my last meeting with him. It was but, short, huh? Yeah. But, uh, but uh, yeah, he's yeah, he's interested. He's, he is the general manager now. Mm-hmm. I mean, people uh, discard that, but he played football. He he He's obviously works hard at, at being a general manager. Uh, meets with all the players that we're going to try to draft. I mean, he, he's into it. He works hard at it. And uh, so he, want, he wants to know. I don't blame him for wanting to know, you know, what, what we're doing and why we're doing it. And, and actually, he, he, he did the same thing with me that he did with McCarthy. He said, I want you coaching the defense, you know, calling the defensive plays because I didn't earlier. And actually, we – we shut out that season. We shut out Philadelphia and Washington back to back, and then won a playoff game, thirty-four to fourteen, against Philadelphia. Now we lost in Minnesota the next week. But, but uh, you know, so he's he he's trying to do the best that he thinks uh, is going to help his team, and uh, and it's a family organization. I you know, they're really family oriented, and they include you in the family. So. I mean, I think most of the coaches I've left there feel the same way I do. I mean, uh, I like Jerry. You know, I wish he'd have kept me longer, but but uh, uh, I like him and I like his family. And and he and he did this for me at my dad's funeral. Uh, he sent my son, who was still coaching there, and his family flew him down there on a private plane for my dad's funeral. Paid for the dinner for everybody that was there. And I'll never forget that, and I'll always appreciate that from him. You know, you hear that from everybody, that, that Jerry is one of the most generous guys that, that you'll ever meet. But a lot of Cowboy not, fans— Not contract-wise. No, well, no, <laughs> of course. He's a businessman <laughs> yeah, there, there, right? Okay. But, you know, a lot, a lot of Cowboy fans like to blame Jerry Jones yeah. for the problems because he yeah, is the sure. GM. Is, is he a football guy? Does he know a lot of football? Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, not, not running the plays, but— you know, he, again, he played football. He played on a winning team. He was, uh, and then he, he's been the general manager the whole time. And you know, I don't know what. You, I mean, look at how much success they've had. I and mean, we're mad at him for losing yeah. 12, twelve games every year, but <laughs> you know, because they lost the playoff game. But uh, no, he he's into football. Wade Phillips here in studio to touch on that. You know how fans are. You just said, you know, it, Mike McCarthy has won 12 games each of the last three seasons. You know, 36 wins over three years, that's hard to do. Yeah, but That's what I had, 35. I they have no success no success <laughs> yeah, nice. in, in the playoffs. Yeah. And, and it's about winning Super Bowls. And that's what, you know, when the Cowboys haven't won one, as everybody knows, in almost 30 years, blah, blah, blah. And then you get people like this decision to keep Mike McCarthy and, you know, they're going to pay Dak. Is it? 
is is a business decision versus a winning decision? Is Jerry more about business than winning? No, he's all about winning. Yeah, I, and not anything against other owners, but his bottom line is to win. You know, if there's a player out there that you convince him that we need to win, he's going to pay the money to get him. Now, some of those other guys I've been around, they know. What's the bottom line? Everything. So, no, he he's uh, he's definitely about winning. Did you ever go to him and say, "I need this guy"? Yeah. 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 Anybody we know? Uh, Leonard Davis. When, All right. When we got in, yeah. I mean, he was monster. You know. Uh, uh, but, you know, and he he listens. He listens and, and evaluates, and you know, he'll say, "Well, no, we we don't want to do that." I say, "Okay." You know? <laughs> so, but. But he'll listen and do yeah do things that nice that you might want. When you were watching that Green Bay game on Sunday, were you more pissed at what the offense wasn't doing or what the defense was not doing? Well, I was surprised. Obviously, their defense has been so good all year. Uh, although the more I've looked at Love, that guy, yeah, he's he's a little bit. You know, they had two in a row that, you know, two quarterbacks in a <laughs> row that just are amazing and all of a sudden he's starting to look like you know one of those guys you know so uh, they they may have him a quarterback now i know the texans do yeah the texans Texans do what what are you thinking of the the houston texans going into baltimore the one seed yeah yeah we uh uh we did actually did that when i was there with the texans we won the division for the first time ever and then beat cincinnati in the playoff and then went to baltimore and baltimore won the Super Bowl that year. Unfortunately, we went in with our backup quarterback who threw three interceptions, and we actually played really great in that in that game defensively. So I, I tell Schaub every time I see him, we if he wouldn't have got hurt, I think we would have won it all that year. All we had to do was beat Baltimore because they won it all. Well, I mean, it took a defensive coach to turn them around, right, D'Amico Ryan? Yeah, that's it, that's what it takes. Yeah, I'm all for that. <laughs> <laughs> All for that. That that and the quarterback that can really play. Absolutely. You need need a good defense and a quarterback, right? You bet. So uh, for your San Antonio Brahmas to bring a football championship to San Antonio, we know we're going to have a great defense because you're you're running it, right? Yep. Guaranteed, right? You're going to have the best defense in the league. We will. Yeah. Again, uh, uh, again. <laughs> yeah. uh, although you had it in Houston. Yeah, well, I know. So you got to understand the rivalry between San Antonio and Houston. Well, I know. I know. Yeah, you know. Yeah, but I'm all in here. Yeah, yeah. They pay me here. Yeah, That's they, they right. pay. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they, don't, they don't pay me in Houston. It says San Antonio on your shirt right now. Uh, but but the team that you're putting together, it's kind of a combination, it looks like, during the dispersal draft. A lot of guys that you had in Houston and a lot of guys that were the in San one, Antonio last one, year. The best ones we had in Houston. So the guys that didn't up. make it, they they know they're not the best now, right? Because well, you didn't want them back. No, nah, some of them, you, some of them, somebody else. Took yeah, before. I'm, I'm you, just teasing. You, can, you know, but uh, but we we were able to keep. I mean, they had a good defense here last year. Had good defensive personnel, I thought, and uh, several really good players that we kept. So we're looking forward to working with them too. Training camp uh, begins in February, huh? Right. All right. Yeah. Looking forward to the season in March. Yeah, March 30th, first game. They hadn't scheduled it now. But yeah. Get your tickets. Get, get, your, get tickets. your tickets. Get, get, get on the winning train here. Absolutely. Yeah, the, yeah. The, the website. The there you go. UFL.com. There you go. And you can get your tickets now. UFL.com. We don't know what the schedule is yet. Not yet. But uh, we're going to play We're gonna play Arlington and Houston. We know that. And, and so, uh, 
you know, we, we got to beat those guys. Little Texas Triangle. You so you're going to be you're going to be okay beating the crap out of Houston. Well, oh yeah. <laughs> okay. If if you're listening to the radio one day and we're second guessing you, is that all right? No, it's, just, it's all right for coaches. It's all right for coaches. Well, that's what we do. That's it. Okay, do it. Yeah. That's all right. That, like, goes, that goes with the job. I'm, I'm, I'm all right with it, as long know. as you're right. Uh, we're well, always will right. Will you text us if we're not right? Yeah, sure. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Watch uh, out. Excited to have you in town yes. in studio. Again, March 30th is the uh, first game. We don't know if it's home or away yet. No. But we'll get that info soon again. But you can get tickets at UFL.com. Wade Phillips, head coach of the San Antonio Brahmas. Appreciate you stopping by the studio, sir. Uh, 94-1, the best. That's there right. There you go. Thanks, Good Coach. Stuff. Wade Good. Phillips here on 94-1 at San Antonio Sports Star.